you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Greetings and welcome to Daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. A full recap of week five. We'll take a look at Monday Night Football between the Jets and the Falcons as well. All the injury news you need to know. A couple of big guys could be on the shelf for a couple of weeks. We'll tell you about all the top performers, some surprise top performers, and if they can keep it up. What about some fantasy disappointments? <clears throat> Tom Brady. Yes, Tom Brady and some others. What to do with them going forward? An early look at the waiver wire pickups. Of course, Adam Reich will be by with that helps no one and lessons we've learned through the first five weeks jason smith adam rank michael fabiano and akbar bajamila this is nfl fantasy live podcast as you can see we're recognizing breast cancer awareness month here at nfl fantasy live with our pink set and pink ribbons it's about more than pink on the field together the nfl and the american cancer society are helping women across the country make a crucial catch hear the personal impact stories and find out how you can help finish the fight against breast cancer at nfl.com slash pink Time now to get to some of the big headlines from a busy Sunday in the NFL. And Fabs, Josh Freeman now has a home, signs a one-year deal with the Vikings, though head coach Leslie Frazier says he will not start in week six. What's his value now? Really, to me, this is a guy who could potentially be a matchup-based starter, but he's not someone I am rushing to the waiver wire to pick up. The Buccaneers didn't release him for no good reason, Jason. What about the value of Greg Jennings and Kyle Rudolph, guys who have been a little disappointed? It helps because Freeman has a bigger arm than a Christian Ponder or a Matt Castle, so it helps a little bit. But again, the guy in Minnesota is Adrian Peterson. It will remain Adrian Peterson. The other guys, matchup-based options. All right, Sunday, you didn't see a better game. You'll never see a more competitive, fun, entertaining game than that Dallas-Denver game. And you saw Tony Romo set a franchise record for passing yards for the Dallas Cowboys in Week 5. And Fabs, we saw a lot of criticism from Romo from Cowboy fans after he threw that late pick. But fantasy-wise, there hasn't been a better guy in doubt that Dallas has had. What a great draft bargain Romo has been so far. And we've talked about this. Uh, throughout the preseason and into this point, he is a guy who people underestimate because he hasn't won the big game. But in fantasy, I mean, he's fantastic. And he's got one of the easiest schedules among quarterbacks. And guess who they play upcoming? The Washington Redskins. 
They're way worse than the Broncos are defensively. Romo's going to be a very fine play from here on out. Now, Peyton Manning, always a great play. Even gave you a rushing touchdown on Sunday fast. Shocking. Did you see that? It took him about two hours to actually complete that and get into the end zone. But Peyton Manning is on pace to have a better fantasy season than Tom Brady did in 2007. And that was the best fantasy season a quarterback has ever had. We're seeing fantasy and NFL history here with Peyton Manning. And we saw near history on Sunday, 920 passing yards combined for both these teams. If you missed this game, it really is must-see TV. You can see the full game with great NFL film sound and much more in a special edition of NFL Replay Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on NFL Network. Now, as I said, 920 yards passing between the teams. That's pretty good. The fifth most combined passing yards in NFL history. But remember, it was just a couple years ago. The most passing yards in one game, the famous Matt Flynn New Year's Day game from 2012. The Packers and Lions combined for 1,000 passing yards. And now, Matt Flynn looking for a job. Our own Ian Rappaport reporting that Matt Flynn has been released by the Raiders. Now, Fabs, he doesn't have a lot of fantasy value, but what does this mean for Terrell Pryor for the rest of the year? He's the guy. He's the guy. And you know what? He should be the guy. He has shown enough over his last two games to give the Raiders confidence to say, hey, you know what? This kid can get the job done. Yes, San Diego's defense is not very good against the pass. But remember his last start against the Broncos where he got injured at the end? He was really good. And Terrell Pryor now is gaining the confidence not only of NFL fans, but fantasy football fans. He needs to be picked up and owned in all leagues. And he's a matchup-based starter for you right now. He's a matchup-based, too. And he was great last night against the Chargers. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Early touchdown, you knew big things were ahead when yep, he threw that touchdown pass to Rod Streeter. Yeah. yeah. Better night than Phillip Rivers, believe yes. it or not. Yeah. Surprise entry to the top scorers in fantasy this week. Bears wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey, who's owned in less than 50% of NFL.com leagues. He finished with 218 yards receiving and a touchdown. If you never heard of him, it's okay. Teammate Brandon Marshall says you might want to get acquainted. It's just awesome to see this guy maturing right before our eyes. I've always said that this guy can be one of the best I've ever done it. He's probably going to shatter all the Bears records by the time he's done, you know, at the receiver position. So uh, that's one of the only positives from our offensive side today. Well, Fabs, they drafted Jeffrey to be a great compliment. He's had eight or more targets now in four of the five games. What's his fantasy value now for the rest of the season? Well, you have to pick him up. He needs to be owned in more than 50% of leagues on NFL.com and anywhere else for that matter. And look at the matchup this week. They're playing the Giants, and the Giants are just brutal defensively, especially against the pass. So all of a sudden, you pick up Alshon Jeffrey, you can start him as your third wide receiver or your flex starter. He is a kid who, he's not going to put up 218 every week, Jason, but he's got talent, and Jay Cutler has trust in him. And don't forget, you can see him Thursday night right here on NFL Network, Bears and the Giants. In Buffalo, head coach Doug Marone has announced his starting quarterback for week six against the Bengals with E.J. Manuel sidelined by injury. But it's not Jeff Toole. You know, we wound up bringing in two quarterbacks for a workout. Uh, I think that was well documented. You know, we brought in uh, Pat White and we brought in uh, we brought in Dixon. Okay, so we brought them in for a workout. At the end of the day, we worked them out. And we thought after working them out, uh, which was the best available to us at the time, we thought it was best for us to move on and play with Thaddeus. Thaddeus will start. So Fat Lewis is the quarterback working out being the operative word that Doug Marone used there, I think, a thousand times. But the big question, obviously, with the Bills is it's Spiller, it's Fred Jackson. Their value shouldn't be affected because at least they hopefully will be able to move the football. But right. you really have to play both of them. Yeah, well, and Stevie Johnson, I mean, he's banged up, and now he's got a quarterback like that, Lewis, playing. That is bad news for him and Robert Woods as well.
All right, Ray Rice finally had a breakout game week five. Fabs, you talked about it on Sunday morning and said this will be his best game yet. He rewarded you with that kind of belief. But is this the Ray Rice we can believe in from now and in the foreseeable future? Do the Ravens want to win games? Then, yes, this should be. Ray Rice dominated the carries and the backfield touches. You didn't see very much of Bernard Pierce. You shouldn't. Ray Rice has been the guy for this team. They won the Super Bowl last season. He has been the centerpiece of this offense ever since he's come out of Rutgers for the most part. This should be the way that John Harbaugh utilizes Ray Rice into the future. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, fantasy meeting reality, you saw much. They struggled a week ago to score when they threw the football exclusively. They ran it and got a win against a previously right. undefeated team. This should happen going forward. Justin Blackman, we should see a lot of him happening going forward. Fabs, he finished 2012 in a red-hot streak. He missed four games. Didn't look like he missed a beat. He's in shape. He's terrific. He's the guy to own on the Jaguars wide receivers. Exactly. And this is a guy who is extremely talented. If he's available in your league, pick him up right now. And you can start him coming up in Week 6 against the Broncos, who, oh, by the way, got wrecked by Terrence Williams and Des Bryant and the Dallas Cowboys. There's never been a better time to have Justin Blackman on your fantasy team. Why? receiver two this week? Yes, no doubt about that. All right, big news yesterday. It shocked us in the morning when Calvin Johnson was announced as being inactive. These are the wide receivers who were inserted into the most starting lineups on NFL.com Sunday morning as fantasy owners scrambled to replace Megatron. None of these guys came through. Well, if you, if you were able to add Justin Blackman, who that's was starting? But, Victor Cruz. Yeah, or Andre Johnson. Yeah. These guys thrown in. But look, Kenbrell Tompkins, Nate Washington, Brandon LaFell, these guys that you put in, the most popular guys, didn't come through. It's hard to just take a guy and throw him right in and say, yeah, you're available Sunday, you're going to be big points. Yeah, replacing Calvin Johnson, kind of tough in fantasy football, and for the Lions, too, and they found that out the hard way. Yeah, I love being able to replace him, though, with Victor Cruz. That would be pretty nice. I know, that's like a two-team league. Now, here's what happened on Sunday. What we learned is that you cannot start Matthew Stafford if Calvin Johnson is going no to doubt. miss a game. You can't start any other pass catchers in Detroit if Calvin Johnson's going to miss this game. They looked awful on offense, Fabs. They had no rhythm in Stafford, who we downgraded to a low-end one start. Now, he's completely off your board if Megatron's out. Think about it. The Packers had to have their game plan focused on stopping who? Calvin Johnson. Now you don't have to put defenders, extra defenders, to stop Megatron. He's not there. That, that hurts everybody else in that Lions offense. Now the Packers can have a, a, an easier game plan, and they just stopped everybody because, really, outside of Reggie Bush, who did the Lions have to threaten them? No one. Nobody. It's amazing that Stafford can do that and still throw for 350 most weeks when it's just Calvin Johnson yeah. to throw to. But that's the Lions offense. And everybody else, well, that helps no one. <laughs> Let's get to the injury report from Sunday with some big names going down. Michael Vick left Sunday's game against the Giants with a hamstring injury. NFL media insider Ian Rappaport says he's not expected to play against the Bucks in Week 6, though Chip Kelly says he's officially day-to-day. Nick Foles, though, according to Kelly, will have a chance to win the job by playing well. So, Fabs, is this the beginning of the end for Vick? But Vick was playing well, especially against the Giants in a great matchup. And it's like every time you see Michael Vick take off running and you have him as your fantasy quarterback, you're like, oh, no. Is this going to be when he gets hurt? And that's when he did get hurt. I don't know if this is the beginning of the end, but you clearly have to look for an alternative this week. Is it worth picking up Nick Foles? Uh, With only two teams off, I think you could find better options. All right, Giants running back David Wilson exited Sunday's game with a neck injury, but he had encouraging news for fantasy players on Twitter. He said, wish we can win for all our supporters. Other than that, I feel good. Passed all tests. The doctor just taking extra precaution. Be back next week. But it's a short week. For David Wilson coming back Thursday night, if he plays, can you play him? 
Against the Bears, that is a really tough matchup. The bottom line, though, is he's still going to end up being a flex starter. We did start to see some positive things. He did find the end zone. He had one heck of a touchdown celebration as well. But we're starting to see more positive things, and we know that Darrell Scott's no longer in the mix. Wilson's the guy. I still say he's a flex starter. Yeah, he looks like the arrow is definitely going up for him. Some other injuries to pay attention to from Week 5. Blaine Gabbert's hamstring. Uh, According to Ian Rappaport, he said he thought he heard it pop. The Jaguars could be without him for an extended period of time. Best wishes to Blaine Gabbert. Get well soon. Fantasy-wise, Chad Henney, the team kind of took off last year when Henney became the quarterback. Yeah, let's see what happens, although it's bad that they lost Luke Joker. Remember, they traded Eugene Monroe, too. So now they're really hurting at tackle on the offensive line. Bad news for Maurice Jones-Drew. So there you go. These are some uh, stories you want to keep up with us all week long here on NFL Fantasy Live. That was yesterday. Now time to get into the Monday night game between the Jets and the Falcons. Rank Akbar. Handoff, Powell, right up the middle. He's in. Touchdown, Jets. Ryan Pumps throws left side. Gonzalez has it at the 10. Into the end zone for the touchdown. This is all Geno Smith. Here's Ryan with the throw. There is Jones. 10. 5. Touchdown, Atlanta. Jets and Falcons tonight in prime time in Atlanta. Adam Rake here with the former Raider. Akbar Baja Bia Miller. And I hope there is nobody out there relying on any Jets at all. Except maybe Bilal Powell tonight. But let's see what we got going. Let's take a look at what we're projecting for this game. And as you see, neither one of us have a lot of confidence in Geno Smith. Kellen Winslow, I feel I'm a little I feel I'm trying to help people that might be playing Kellen tonight. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna be a tough one. This is gonna be a tough battle. They don't have a lot of wide receivers, so it makes sense that Kellen Winslow will probably be the best receiving option for the New York Jets. Increase that that prediction. Yeah. Let's talk about Bilal Powell. What have we been seeing out of him recently? Well, Bilal Powell has been getting active, not only in the running game, too, but, you know, they've found ways to throw him the ball out of the backfield, and, you know, he, you look at his numbers, putting up good numbers, uh, back-to-back weeks. I like Bilal Powell, but he's going up against a very good run defense, so you know that they're going to be game-planning Bilal Powell right now because there's not much they can de- depend on in the passing game. But not a lot of number one running backs out there in the NFL, so when you get a chance to play one of those guys, you do it. You have to play him. I mean, Bilal Paul is a guy that you're going to have to play. You don't have any choice. Okay, well, let's do, let's do some happy times right now. Okay. Let's take a look at what we were predicting oh, for, happy the, days. for the Falcons. We can see what we are looking for tonight. There we go. Matt Ryan. I actually need about 80 points for Matt Ryan tonight in a league. I don't know. I might get it. I'm kind of inspired. Tony Gonzalez, we're both looking at good games. The Falcons defense, not a bad play tonight. Yeah, I, you know, I have just a sneaky suspicion because Geno Smith has had a hard time holding on to the ball that OCU Manure, the defensive end for the Falcons, is going to get after him. So those guys are going to be able to rack up sacks against this offensive line and, okay. and create some havoc. All right, well, we're playing them. What about the running backs? This is the biggest conundrum I'm seeing from people on Twitter. The quiz or Snelling? Who do you got? You know, I love Jaquiz Rogers because Jaquiz Rogers is so dynamic. He's so versatile in the backfield. Uh, they like to use him in the red zone. You think because he's a smaller back, they probably wouldn't use him. But that's not true. You can get him out there. You can line him up as a wide receiver in the red zone. You can line up with 22 personnel, 21 personnel, get that lead back in there. And he hides very well behind uh, his blockers. And he can get out in open space and make moves. I like Jaquiz Rogers in this and between the two backs. Also a big question upcoming about the wide receivers now, assuming both Julio Jones and Roddy White are active tonight and ready to go. Who should everybody be playing? Well, you're going to play Julio Jones. That's a no-brainer. The big question is, what do you do with 
Roddy White. Roddy White is going up against Kyle Wilson. This is the same Kyle Wilson who beat out D, D. Milner, who was their number one draft pick mm-hmm. as far as their defensive back. And I think Roddy White, a 75%, a 65% Roddy White is going to win that matchup with Kyle Wilson. I say if you have Roddy White, yes, I'm not stuttering. Mm-hmm. You play Roddy White in this matchup. They've got a bye coming up next week, and he's a for sure play next week. But I'm, excuse me, after the bye week, but you play Roddy White. Talk to these eyes right here. I got Roddy White in at least one league where I got to play him. Well, I, I'm glad you don't have to play him against me. No. You play already... Roddy White, no doubt about it. Okay. I will remember that, Akbar. I think he's a good play. So if you like all the Falcons, go ahead and play him. Now, still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, we'll discuss the player who had the most targets and touches in Week 5, including a receiver who made a very impressive season debut. But coming up next, the list of the league's top fantasy scorers was a surprising one in Week 5. We recap all of Sunday's top performers when we return. NFL Fantasy Live is coming right back. Now we'll throw it to the back of the end zone. Bryant taps the feet down. Touchdown! And off Charles trying the left side. Probing, probing. He's got it. Touchdown! A lot of traffic and Jeffrey left alone for the touchdown. Can you believe it? Peyton Manning runs it in for the touchdown. Time for Engineered to Win, presented by Volkswagen. Taking a look back at the guys who put up big numbers on Sunday and helped lead fantasy players to victory. Some of the names on this board we're going to get to in a couple of seconds. And look at Tony Romo right on top of there. 40.9 fantasy points. Frank, who did you play this week in the Experts League? I see, see why you have to go oh. this. This, this is why? already depressing. This, this is depressing already. For you, not for me. <laughs> Man, 40 points. That was, you got just, lucky. Just as I drew it up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> did you knew Romo was going to throw for 500 did yards? I, did I start? Start him, yes or no? You did. Okay. Well, the guy you could have started, Akbar, that could have helped you is if you started T.Y. Hilton against the Seahawks. It was tough to recommend him, but he had a huge day a day ago. What do you think going forward? You know, I think that whenever you look at T.Y. Hilton, especially when they put him in that slot position, but they moved him around a lot. They put him in the slot, like you see right here. They moved him to the Z, the X wide receiver. He was the focal point. They had him away from Richard Sherman a lot, but the thing I saw about this in this good matchup against this good Secondary was the fact that he was smaller, and these are bigger quarterbacks. He was very successful. I think Andrew Luck is going to continue to go to T.Y. Hilton. We're going to see T.Y. Hilton get back into his groove. Frank, people have wanted to cut bait on Russell Wilson this year. You said, no, stick with this guy, and he's rewarded you. Absolutely. We were excited about Russell Wilson going into yesterday's game in in Indianapolis because he has been playing so well as a real quarterback that at some point it was going to translate into fantasy points, and as you see right there, it certainly did. 22.60 fantasy points. A couple of nice balls. Oh, just a great performance by Russell Wilson. Tough matchup this week against the Titans, but definitely keep a hold of this guy. Great day for Pierre Thomas in New Orleans. And once again, Pierre Thomas is the running back to own outside of Darren Sproles in fantasy. Look at that. 28 touches on Sunday. 91 yards from scrimmage, a couple of touchdowns, two receiving. He's not going to do that every week, but 28 touches tells me that the Saints have a clear pecking order running backs-wise. Once again, Pierre Thomas is that guy. You can get him in your flex and put him in there because they're going to continue to score points, and Thomas looks to be the lead dog there. Uh, Julius Thomas, Fabs. Better pickup free agent of the year than Julius Thomas? Uh, well, Philip Rivers maybe, but he has been phenomenal. And the Cowboys give up a lot of fantasy points to tight ends, which is good news for the upcoming matchups against the, against the Pokes. But Julius Thomas has become a difference maker. He's in that form of the former basketball player who comes in, plays football, plays the tight end position, and he does it extremely well. And, guys, it doesn't hurt that Peyton Manning's his quarterback. He is right now locked in as a week-in and week-out starter for your fantasy team. 
rank on the show Sunday. You said Terrence Williams, he's going to get you a touchdown on Sunday. You were on it with him. Absolutely. Well, we were on this guy two weeks ago when Dallas went down to San Diego and played in a very good matchup. And he had a good game there. But what was lost was that he had a fumble. So his point total wasn't as good. But people who stuck with him for the week, knowing that Miles Austin was going to be out, knowing this was going to be a good matchup, were rewarded with a huge performance out of him. Big bomb against the Denver Broncos. And he's a guy, if Miles Austin, Austin cannot return from this hamstring injury, this is a guy to have and hold on to. Yeah, and I watched this kid in college and spent a week with him in, at the Senior Bowl. Has very good speed, top-end speed. Yeah, if this is how the Cowboys' offense is going to be, this is a lot of guys you need to own. Now, from one side of the coin to the other, here are your big fantasy disappointments for Week 5. You people you trotted out there expecting oh big numbers from, and they just didn't come through for you. Look at Matt Schaub, .92 fantasy points. You have to wonder how much longer he's going to have to be Tom the starting Brady. quarterback in Houston. <laughs> I'm surprised Schaub oh, had positive oh, points. That, that Tom Brady, man. Uh, listen, uh, I thought I stole him in the seventh round of our Experts League. Clearly, yeah, I was the him. one who got <laughs> Newton. <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton, Tommy. less than seven fantasy points rank. We've seen this before from him, though. He started out slow, and he's come on later. How do you see the rest of this season? Yes, we've seen this before with Cam Newton, but he always finds a way to rally around. That was a pretty poor decision right there to go after Patrick Peterson. But this is a guy, don't give up too early on this guy. He's got too much talent. He's going to put it all together. He's a guy that I traded last year in my league of record, and it ended up costing me. So I understand the frustration. I understand you want to cut bait with this guy, but he's a great quarterback. Hang Looks on like to him. He's, got, right he's got a good matchup this week going up against the Vikings. All right, Akbar, Tom Brady, help everyone in the world. Another disappointing day. Is this going to continue? Well, you know, their frustration is going to be up and down with Tom Brady. I can't say that his wide receivers are starting to mature around him. Aaron Dobson, uh, Kimbrell Tompkins. But we saw a very tough defense from the Cincinnati Bengals, and they put pressure on Tom Brady. Then, of course, he had the bad weather, but it's not like he's not used to uh, having bad weather games. I think what we're starting to see right now is people catching on to this Tom Brady magic. Yeah, the boy had magic for a long time. Not the same. Yeah, you got to watch. When he gets pressure on him, he's a different quarterback. Lamar Miller, finally he had a week, Fabs, where they didn't give him the football, but he didn't run for any more than 15 yards. Seven carries. How are you going to produce with seven carries? I mean, unless you're a C.J. Spiller from last season, this is a bad matchup. The Ravens defense, ever since getting whacked by the Broncos in week one, they've been really tough. You know what? I still say that Lamar Miller is going to be a viable flex starter. But, again, he's not someone you're starting unless the matchup is positive. All right, Reggie Bush, the only – I think he was the only line with positive points on Sunday considering <laughs> Matthew Stafford was bad, Calvin Johnson was out. Rank, he's had an up-and-down year. He's either been great or he's been awful. He's get some consistency. He's been great. You keep Reggie Bush, you hold on to him. I know, Akbar, you were stung a little bit yesterday because of the performance of Reggie Bush. I blame that on Calvin Johnson not being there. You don't have the full offense. The Packers knew they just had to stop one guy. And Calvin Johnson makes such a huge difference. So I'm not worried about Reggie Bush. If people want to get rid of him, if there's somebody in your league, I'm looking at you, Akbar. I know you don't trade, but if anybody's panicking in your league and wants to get rid of Reggie Bush, I say go after him. Yeah, so as long as you have Calvin Johnson on the field, that's going to be the case. But remember, in this game, Reggie Bush was the throwing option and the running option. Not very hard for Dom Capers to, of course, game plan against that. Reggie Bush was the guy that you had to take out. All right, congratulations to Dwayne Bowe. This is his fifth consecutive week on the Fantasy Disappointments. What, is it, what do you get, Fabs? Do you get a watch or something for this? Uh, yeah, one of those, uh, you know, ones that you get in New York that are <laughs> Supposed to be Rolexes, but they're really not. And Dwayne Bowe is a guy that we told you to sit on Sunday, and he didn't have a good game. Hey, listen, there's a better matchup upcoming against the Oakland Raiders, but I don't trust Dwayne Bowe. I don't trust Alex Smith. 
They don't throw the football down the field at all. This is really, outside of Jamal Charles, it's surprising because this is such a good team. They're undefeated. There's not one player on that team you can trust from a fantasy perspective. Can you own not name Jamal Charles. In 10-team leagues, you're going to start seeing Dwayne Bowe get dropped. All right, what about A.J. Green, Akbar? Obviously, you're not going to drop him, but you have to move him to the right spot on your offense. Is he still a wide receiver one? Is he a two now for you? Yes, he is still the, the wide receiver, number one wide receiver. Yes, I mean, I guess since Carmen San Diego, uh, this is now, now the next guy I'm looking for because I can't find him. I mean, <laughs> that very first week, I mean, he gave you 28 points, and you were like, oh. But now, all of a sudden, now the way defenses are playing him, you know, he's just not there, and it's mostly coming down to the way Andy Dalton is playing. It's Andy Dalton I'm more concerned about. He's still able to get out into the red zone, get open, but, oh. They're playing Buffalo in week six? Well, it's going to be fine. Andy Dalton. It's going to be fine. You know, it is. Let's I mean, when you look at it, go, pop in the film, and you look at, you know, A.J. Green able to get open and Andy Dalton overthrowing him like we saw in the highlight there. I mean, it's just we see a lot of that with A.J. Green. That's depressing. All right, real quick. Trade for A.J. Green or trade away A.J. Green? Oh, trade for him yeah. now. Trade for Buy him. Buy low. Absolutely. Yeah, trade you could for, trade him. for him. Get him. Yeah. You could trade for him. Do you yeah. want, do you want to trade him? To when you can miss, no, lots no. of guys you can buy low on. <laughs> not, not just running backs and wide receivers, too. Still to come, does your roster need a boost for next week? I mean, Akbar's does. We'll hit the waiver wire and tell you who you need to claim so you're ready for week six. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. That was a low blow. Let's get you caught up on all the big news from Sunday's games. Peyton Manning and Tony Romo combined for 920 passing yards and nine touchdowns. Plus, Alshon, Jeffrey, and Russell Wilson show up in a huge way. Meanwhile, Tom Brady, Lamar Miller, A.J. Green are among fantasy's biggest disappointments for Week 5. Some serious questions about Green's value after a string of poor performances. Coming up, we'll tell you who to pick up to replace a few of those slumping stars, including a couple of wideouts who are getting a ton of looks. And our weekly countdown of the least helpful performances from Sunday is on the way. That helps no one and much, much more, all still to come on NFL Fantasy Live. Remember, you can catch us every day, Monday through Friday, on NFL.com and NFL Network. Plus, check out all our episodes archived at any time at NFL.com slash Fantasy Live. Every week on NFL.com, I write a column called Targets and Touches. It spotlights the pass catchers who amass the most targets every week and the running backs whose total touches that week merit attention. Hopefully, this helps you decide which players are worthy of starting or picking up in free agency and which ones are just a passing fancy. We'll start with the running backs, and Eddie Lacy Fabs got just about all the touches for Green Bay. They used him to salt the game away on Sunday. What's his value now going forward? Uh, he is not an RB2 at this point. At the best right now, I think he's a high-end flex because that offense is going to throw the football. But the fact of the matter is, Eddie Lacy's the guy. That's what we're looking at. That's the most important thing. People were talking about Jonathan Franklin had a good game against the Bengals. Well, he didn't see much burn. This is Eddie Lacy's job. He is the short yardage guy. He is the early downs guy. And he is the goal line guy. To me, someone with upside to be a low-end RB2 right now, I see him as a flex. Let's go to New England where the carries were doled out and touches were doled out this way in the backfield. Brandon Bolden had 11, and LeGarrette Blunt had 12. Some of it had to do possibly with the big LeGarrette Blunt fumble. But, Akbar, when you see between these two guys, if Stephen Ridley is hurt and ineffective, Blunt's getting carries, you have to own him. But I think you have to own, Le- uh, you have to own Brandon Bolden, too. He's the more dynamic player of the two. You know, I like Bolden and the way they're going to utilize him. They're going to utilize both, you know, Bolden and Garrett Blunt, but I've been high on Blunt. I think because Blunt's going to get a lot of that 
red zone area. They're going to get him in the goal line area and rush him there. So if you're high on Blunt like I am, I'm definitely going to play him. You just had to get that in, didn't you? Yeah, I am. I mean, because I'm telling I've seen little Garrett Blunt all the way from Oregon. His time at Oregon. I mean, he's that type of player. All right, let's take a look at the targets now. These are the players who were most targeted in week five. And at the top of the list, Mike Wallace. Every week the guy says, hey, I got questions about my role in the offense. He comes up with a big game. Mike, say stuff like this every single week <laughs> so we can play you at least as a flex. Fabs, Alshon Jeffrey, over 200 yards receiving, had a touchdown, had another near touchdown, and he was out of bounds at the one. Going forward, what's his value? One of the highest scoring wide receivers based on fantasy points in the last two weeks combined and much better than his teammate, Brandon Marshall. With that being said, I'm not starting him over Brandon Marshall or A.J. Green or anyone like that, even some of the elite wide receivers from a fantasy perspective who might be struggling. He definitely deserves to be picked up off the waiver wire. We talked about him last week as someone to target, and they're playing the Giants well, well, speaking on of Thursday tar- night football. Well, 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 speaking of up. targets, he's got twice as many targets in the red zone than Brandon Marshall, so that's something to really pay attention yeah. for Alshon Jeffrey. No doubt. Justin Blackman, nine targets, five receptions, 136 and a touchdown. Akbar, we talked about picking him up, putting him in your lineup on Sunday. He rewarded you. I know it's going to come at the expense of Cecil Shorts. What do you think for Blackman from here on? Well, I think you're going to look at the way they're game planning. And right now they're game planning that they want Blackman in there. He is a game changer because of his big physical nature. He's going to be able to get that ball and then also get you that yak. And that's where he's effective in in the red zone. I mean, he's a high target. You're not going to hit me, right? Because Blackman is a better fantasy player. Than Cecil Shorts. I, see, I, I don't think that that's right because don't Cecil Shorts is still going to get a lot more opportunities. Don't hit me. All right, how about Hakeem Nix? We've been waiting to put, talk about him at all this season other than being a disappointment. Finally. Nine catches, 142 yards, over a dozen targets, Akbar. Is Hakeem Nix someone you can put in your lineup now? I want to put Hakeem Nix in my lineup because when you look at this offense, they are throwing the ball 72% of the time, and on top of that, they're playing from behind. This is not a very good New York Giants team, so you know when it comes from a fantasy perspective, Hakeem Nix is going to get a lot of opportunities. Now, where I'm concerned is how he takes advantage of this opportunity. He hasn't been very effective. He's gotten a lot of target, but he hasn't gotten a lot of balls as far as making big plays out of them. But he did it this week, so I'm going to continue to trust Hakeem Nix. So will Hakeem Nix work? Yeah, Hakeem Nix will work because he is my son and he will work. <laughs> my son works. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live. The time is almost upon us not to go to McDowell's, but to take a look at the players who stole those precious fantasy points from your favorite players on Sunday. Strike up the band. That helps no one is on the way. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Taking a look now at Michael Fabiano's top waiver wire targets for week six fabs. Andre Ellington on that list. He's coming. He's much more explosive than Richard Mendes. Yeah, and they're basically splitting snaps. And Ellington is very good as a pass catcher. This is one of those future pickups, someone that I can see being a prominent option in that Cardinals offense sooner than later. Well, yeah. if, you, if you stayed up late last night, you know Adam Rank was right on the money with Keenan Allen. Had a huge day, albeit a lot of it in garbage time. But still, Philip Rivers looking for him. He's owned in just one percent of fantasy leagues, right? I'm part of the one percent. Finally, <laughs> it feels so good. Yes, if you have a chance to add Keenan Allen, please go out and do it. He looks like he is going to be the option going forward for Philip Rivers. And this was a guy we were excited about in the preseason. A guy who kind of fell in the NFL draft because of some injury concerns and some other deals. So now he's starting to show why he had that first-round potential, and he's going to be a great pickup going forward. Sunday morning, Fads, you said Austin Pettis, a deep sleeper today. He had a huge day. He's not a deep sleeper anymore. Yeah, this is a kid who in a PPR league has scored at least 10 fantasy points in four straight games. Now, you know what? They have a tough matchup coming up against the Houston Texans. I'm not saying you have to start him, but if you're in a PPR league, the bye weeks are here. 
He is clearly a guy Sam Bradford looks to, especially in the red zone, and we saw that with two touchdown catches. Forget about Tavon Austin. This is about Austin Pettis. Rank Ruben Randall, the Giants have been waiting for breakout games from him. He had a big one on Sunday. What do you think going forward? Two touchdowns. Yeah, absolutely. Go out and pick this guy up. It looks like the Giants are going to be in a lot of shootouts like they were on Sunday where they're going to be catching up and, and doing things of that nature. And he's just kind of stepped up where Hakeem Nix is not. So when you look at that situation, that's a guy I would certainly add to that offense. Yeah, when you look at the running back situation, too, Zach Stacy led the Rams with 14 carries on Sunday. He was 22nd overall in fantasy points with just over seven. This is how bad the running back position is, guys, is that Zach Stacy, you have to go out and pick him up because if the potential for points is there, he's got to be on your team and not sit on the waiver wire. Upside. Upside is what I always preach, and I said this on the Sunday show. Go out and pick him up now. Don't be subject to the process of waivers. Grab him now, but... He's still not owned in many leagues. Pick him up and see what happens. You could do worse at this point. Again, the the shallowness, uh, if that's a word, yeah, the shallowness just, of the running back no, position is unreal. There's no true number one running backs outside of a handful of guys, so absolutely go pick him up. Look, you got to go pick up Willis McGahee. He may give you 26 carries for 26 yards, but you got to go get him. And he is a featured back now. Willis McGahee is not the same guy who is rushing for 1,500 yards with the Buffalo Bills. But the Browns are using him as their featured guy. He's going to get goal line work. If he's going to see somewhere between 20 and 25 touches every single week, he is all of a sudden a viable flex starter across the board. They're playing the Lions upcoming in week six. They have one of the worst run defenses in the league. Suddenly, Willis McGee, the old man, he's a flex option, guys. Back where we've seen him plenty of times the last couple of years on our waiver wire targets. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who had over 20 fantasy points on Sunday, including 50 yards rushing. This is where the quarterback position, though, guys, a little bit different than the running back spot. I can't pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick rank and just put him in my lineup because there's other guys out there. And Fitzpatrick, yeah, he had one great week, but there's better guys. Don't chase the fantasy points. And if you're looking for somebody you want to start this week, if you're in a little bit of a bind, Jake Cutler on Thursday night going up against those New York Giants. You know who fits Magic has to play this too. week, by the way? In Seattle. It doesn't get worse. Yeah. <laughs> it and, doesn't get worse. And Terrell Pryor is still available. Now, he's a guy you could pick and plug in. TP? Yeah, I don't really talk about him very much, you know, Terrell Pryor, but... He's a heck of a player. Pick him up, please. All right, there you go. Terrell Pryor, Jay Cutler, a couple of sneaky good pickups for this week. Still to come, we're answering the top trending questions coming off yesterday's offensive explosion in Big D. Is this a sign of things to come for Tony Romo? I mean, not the pick in the final two minutes. Fantasy-wise, we'll tell you when NFL Fantasy Live returns. Matt Millen was a smash-mouth linebacker and a four-time Super Bowl champion, but running a team was a challenge he couldn't tackle. Matt Millen, a football life tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern only on NFL Network. Got a burning fantasy question you want answered fast and maybe even have it featured here on NFL Fantasy Live? Check out NFL.com's Fantasy Genius Tool and ask your question. You just might see it on the show. Visit NFL.com slash genius to get started. Now we're taking a look at the questions that are trending right now on Fantasy Genius. Number one, after what happened on Sunday, is Tony Romo an every week starter? Is he matchup proof? Matt, well, no one's matchup proof if they go to Seattle. Let's put it that way, right? But remember in the preseason, Tony Romo had one of the best FPAs among all quarterbacks, so he's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, the way he played, especially yesterday, he's lights out. I, I say yes. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say he's, you start him every single week. All right. Who should I add, Terrence Williams 
or Keenan Allen? Both guys had huge week fives. I'm going to go Keenan Allen on this one. And when you look at it, because Des Bryant is the main go-to guy. There isn't a defined go-to guy yet in San Diego. So they're going to distribute the ball between Vincent Brown and Keenan Allen. I'm going to go with uh, Keenan Allen on this one. I agree 100%. Once Miles Dawson comes back from his hamstring injury, Terrence Williams moves down the depth chart. Yeah, too many questions in Dallas. Too many guys ahead of him. There's nobody ahead of him wide receiver-wise in San Diego. Still very good talent. Who should I add? Golden Tate or Austin Pettis? Standard, I'd go with Tate. PPR, you guys know I'm a fan of Austin Pettis. Well, I think PPR and Standard League, I want to go with Golden Tate because when you watch the film and you look at the way, you know, Russell Wilson makes things happen with his legs, who is he going to go? He's going to go to those shorter routes. And Golden Tate, that's where he kind of circles around in that area. Golden Tate is the guy for me. Bradford likes to throw to Pettis in the red zone, though. At best, though, these guys are are bi-week flex options because they don't have so much upside you can put them in as wide receiver too. Both are very rosterable. Rosterable. I love that. Michael Fabiano. Term. Inventing Roster- words. Rosterable. That's that right. is a Southern Connecticut education. <laughs> Keep going, Smith. <laughs> Those questions, just a few of the situations fantasy owners need help with. Now, for some plays that helped absolutely no one, let's join our own Adam Rank. Thanks, Jason. That's right. Each week, we take a look back at those players who robbed precious fantasy points from the guys we actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker from some curtain jerkers. A little segment we like to call That Helps No One. And let's go to the video. And we will start in St. Louis. We're waiting for Jared Cook. Here it is. Sam Bradford rolling. Hits Jared Cook in the flat. He died. What, what do you mean? No. No, that's nope. Jared that's Cook. A, not that has Jared to be Cook. Jared Cook. He's, no. he's got an 80-something. No, it's 80. It's that. Who else could it be? Tory Holt? No, it's Ben Helson. Lance Kedricks, how dare he? <laughs> Indianapolis, the sexy deep ball from Russell Wilson. Golden Tate, high five. We are just yeah. talking about Golden Tate. No. That's, wait. No. It's Curse? Javon's cursed brother? He's it's back? his brother? No, it's that's a, not his brother. It's a freak play because that helps no one. Let's go to New York. And we've been waiting for Hakeem Nix. Finally, there he is. Hakeem Nix. Driving through the end zone. We wait, knew wait, he was going to come. Wait. It's Mario Manningham. Oh, wait. No. No. He plays for the Niners. Ruben Randall. Oh, from Ella. Mm. Oh, here we go again. Victor Cruz. Hakeem Nix. We don't care who it is as long as it's not this guy in. Let's go to Tennessee. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, just hand the ball to Chris Johnson. Okay, this is cool. Fall down on the one. Fall down on the one. Excuse me, Mr. Rankin. What is is that? Is he doing the Superman? That's more like the bizarro Superman because those fantasy points are left on the bench because that helps no one. Let's go back to Indianapolis. Trent Richardson, thank you so much. That's what I'm talking about. You play Trent Richardson each and every week. So Donald Brown can come and steal the touchdown. No replays, please because that, that helps no one. He went to a Connecticut school. He did. That didn't help anybody. Sorry, Fabiano. Let's go to Green Bay. No, Calvin Johnson. Reggie Bush. No. Wait. Who is this? 18? Dunham? Durham? Durham? Oh, no. Durham? It's, it's Durham Johnson's number reversed. <laughs> no. Does that Calvin count? Johnson's number reversed. You, oh, That's so you get points, yeah. but uh-huh. it's reversed? Yep. You get it reversed. Nope. Well, let's say this. Come. That, that helps no one. Let's look at some of the names. And each and every week, we talk about these guys. We talked about them earlier in the show. Ruben Randall, can we pick him up, yes or no? Ruben Randall is definitely rosterable <laughs> in leagues with 12 or more teams, but he's not going to be consistent. He's getting targeted a ton. All right, well, let's look at the waiver wire and guys who are available that we can pick up. There are some actual guys that we we're going to do. 
All right, well, there we go. Yeah. We knew it was coming. There we go. You don't pick up Ruben Ramble. You pick up Justin Blackman. Anybody else jump out at you? Oh, Justin Blackman is a guy that we people to pick up last week. And uh, sorry, Akbar, but he is a better fantasy option than Cecil Schwartz. Just don't hit me. Marcel Reese <laughs> could be a very good pickup if McFadden and Rashad Jennings are both out. Get ahead six. of the curve on Andre Ellington, too. He's yes. becoming the guy yep. there. Yeah, but Rashad Mendenhall, that almost helped knowing the way he stole those points. <laughs> All right, now remember, if you see uh, any one of these scores that helps nobody, you can tweet the show using the hashtag, that helps no one, and we will put it on the show and we'll feature it. But now it's time to crown the winner of this week's That oh, Helps Lord. No One Award winner of the week, Ryan Fitzpatrick. It couldn't be anybody oh, else. The Amish rifle. There you go. What does that mean? Stick right huh? there. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. I have an <laughs> idea, sure. too. I think this got guy, a guy who's replacing him in Buffalo ends up on this board next week. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I think so. All right. Well, we're taking stop of some important fantasy life lessons. When we come back, this is NFL Fantasy Live. Welcome back. Guys, another week has been put to bed, and some definite trends are emerging. We asked on Facebook, what did you learn from week five? Well, one thing we all learned, kickers are people too. Check this out. Here are some of the kicker fantasy points from week five. Mason Crosby, Alex Henry, 18. Matt Prater, Justin Tucker had four field goals. Sebastian Janikowski, Caleb Sturgis also had 11. Tell you what, Fabs, I feel bad for whoever started Tom Brady in our experts league. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you didn't have to go there, Smith, Sorry. with oh, the Tom Brady boy. comment. But listen, you want to score the most fantasy points you can every single week, correct? So then go out and pick up some of these kickers who are producing great numbers. I know some of these guys are not the biggest names in fantasy football in the NFL, but they're producing. Caleb Sturge is a perfect example. Mason Crosby is barely owned in any leagues at this point. Pick these guys up and play them. You want to score the most points, put in the best kickers. All right, that's one thing America and the world learned, Fabs. What did you learn on Sunday? Uh, that I am done with Chris Johnson. <laughs> I am fed up with Chris Johnson. Yeah, he had a good fantasy line with 14 points. But he averaged 1.7 yards per carry. The reason that he scored that touchdown was a lot of luck on that little flip pass from Ryan Fitzpatrick. He doesn't see goal line work anymore. That's Jackie Battle or Sean Green or Lendale White or whoever else they want to put in there. Chris Johnson is a guy that I have in the Experts League, and I am trying to trade him. And I will not make a trade unless Chris Johnson's contract is a part of that deal. <laughs> All right, so that's what Michael Fabiano learned. Now, Adam Rank, I- I'm not sure. What-, what did you learn in week five? What did I learn? Oh, yeah. Hey, I learned that a lot of you out there don't seem to care for Tony Romo. Now, I have the statistics right here. It seems that after Romo threw that interception, 35 million people took to Twitter to talk about it. <laughs> I know what the real numbers are. I'm exaggerating here. Let's see one of these tweets. Because somebody's out there with a little my, with a little memes and, oh, look at me. I'm so clever. I'm sending out this Tony Romo meme. Choking. No, let me tell you something. As soon as Tony Romo threw that interception, I sent out a tweet that said, vintage Romo. And you know what? I said it as a positive thing. Because Tony Romo is the most clutch quarterback in fantasy football. That's right. <laughs> He's clutch. Last year, week 16 against the New Orleans Saints, 400 yards. Four touchdowns. I won my fantasy league two years ago. Week 15 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Three touchdowns. I got to my championship game. So all you Cowboy fans out there, I want to I hear stop. Tony Romo is a great quarterback. You leave him alone. He can lead my fantasy team anytime. All right, Akbar. Now I thanks. love it. 
I love it. That was great. Thanks to the big day by Tony Romo. You know, How many points are you, are you losing let me, by? Say, let, let me say this because, you know, I, I don't know if we have a photo here. I should have called for it. In fact, they're going to save it. But this same exact jersey I took down in college, and I, sh- I wish I could have took you down now because, Tony Romo, you destroyed. Where, where's my camera right now? <laughs> Tony Romo, am I right here? I was Where the red light is. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I light. was number one in this fantasy expert league, and because of your 40-point performance, what is this nonsense? Who starts throwing for 500 yards, and now I'm behind Adam Rank? I owe you. <laughs> wow. Whoa, okay. Yeah, sorry, I, I'm just, I'm upset. I know, you, you had a big lead. Back. You had yeah. Fred Jackson, you were doing great. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, I just got blown. Great performance. In fact, I'm going to shake your hand. Pleasure. Yes. You know what, pick up all those kickers and put them in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can beat them that way. Yeah, you could have been playing Tom Brady, so yeah. look at the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> all right, one thing I learned, quarterbacks, trust Andrew Luck every single week. And there, was a, there was a lot of hesitancy on people's parts on Sunday, playing against the Seahawks defense, but this is four out of five games this year where Luck has given you 18 or more fantasy points. Richard Sherman looked lost during the game on Sunday, and that doesn't happen to Richard Sherman. It doesn't happen to Revis that much. It doesn't happen to Richard Sherman either. This is a situation, guys, where don't overthink yourself, Fabs. Andrew Luck is Andrew Luck. you got to put him out there. Listen, I have been on the Andrew Luck bandwagon ever since last year. We said this year that he could be a top-five fantasy quarterback, and he is becoming a top-five fantasy quarterback. You're right on with Andrew Luck. Yeah, Tony Romo and Andrew Luck close to becoming matchup proof in fantasy. Now, Akbar, what you learn on Sunday? Well, I've been looking at this NFC North team, the Chicago Bears, that Mark Tressman and his office is starting to get some serious steam, and they can be very, very explosive. They've got now Alshon Jeffrey, who's really starting to emerge in this office. Martellus Bennett has been very effective uh, as a tight end, but Brandon Marshall as well. When you look at the way they're using this offense, Matt Forte is a very good look now. He's getting, catching balls out of the backfield, and he's, he's doing a lot better to me. I mean, he's running, and he's looking good. So I say Mark Tressman's offense is going to continue to grow, and it's going to be one of those offenses where you can pick anybody out of this offense and plug him and play. The guy, Alshon Jeffrey, plug him and play. Plug him and play, yes. Now, he's at the point now you're going to plug him and play him. And Thursday night, the Bears take on the New York Giants here on NFL Network. Jay Cutler, I like his matchup better than Tom Brady. I know I'm not trying to pile on, but when you start doing the rankings, that's such a It's not piling on. I'm saying when I'm doing the rankings, I have Jay Cutler ahead of Tom Brady. Yeah, and he's, they're throwing the ball 62% of the time. And when we talked about that, you know, the red zone target. They're looking for those big receivers. They got two big wide receivers back there. Alshon Jeffries, like I said, is the man. Right, and there finally, we go. leave Tony Romo. He's not Dana from Homeland. <laughs> I'll trade your Romo for uh, Brady. Tuesday, we're cutting huh? ties with a few of 2013's biggest fantasy letdowns. Fantasy Live returns 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL.com and 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. I'm with you on Dana. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.